Hello, everyone. Welcome back again to another episode of Basement Banter, another football edition. Just getting it out of the way. If you came here for something else, even though the, the description clearly says NFL, whatever it is, I'm going to make the title. It's NFL. So if, if you aren't, if you're here for me to be talking about whatever else the hell we talk about, not this week, a couple more weeks. You got to bear with me uh, this week. Joined by Dan Jahara. Hello, everyone. How is how? How was how everyone doing? Jeez, uh, I can't speak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this week, we're going to be discussing, as we did last week, we're going to be recapping the games this past weekend. And, I mean, what? Could you – I think I said it last week. You couldn't have asked. I said it. I mean, obviously, it was the best four teams were through, which sounded like a very obvious statement. But this very much so proved that it was the best teams. Each game was decided on the last play of the game. Yeah, that was some exceptional football. You don't get to see that every week. I mean, that's next level, next level. Next level, and, like, it never happens. Like, you never – It. I don't know if – I think it never had happened. That yeah. the, every Each of the divisional games ended on the last play of the game. Three of them field goals, the one walk-off touchdown. It's some good football, we got to say. Yes. Uh, so we'll start off with the game that I think, out of all of them, this was the one that everyone was writing off ahead of time, which was the Bengals and Titans. Now, I had said last week that uh, on the bonus episode that the Bengals were definitely getting looked past way too early. Uh, I wasn't sold on the Titans and, you know, as good as uh, Mike Vrabel is as a coach, is, I mean, that can only get you so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, quarterback play came as a big factor in this. I think I also had touched on that as well. Uh, Joe Burrow finally threw an interception in the postseason. Uh, but, you know, what's worse than one? Three interceptions, especially at the Can't end of the game. Can't win a game with three interceptions. And not only to make things worse, the Titans were trying to get down to kick the game-winning field goal themselves. So not only do they get to or do they miss out on the game winning field goal, but then they gave handed it to him on a silver platter, literally handed it to them. Ryan Tannehill threw a little blooper right to whoever it was on the Bengals defense. Here, I want you guys to win. You take the ball. And that's what happened. He's like, screw this. I want to go to Broadway after this and get my drink on. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go to honky tonk. Yeah, <laughs> he wants to go to the honky tonk and uh, get a few frosty ones. So their season's over. Uh, Derrick Henry, as I suspected, well, I suspected a light day because he was going to get a lighter workload. He was given a full workload and did nothing, really. like When you're coming off an injury like that, there's no way you come back the same. And he was probably just – they were desperate because Ryan Tannehill was probably shitting the bed, or he was shitting the bed. So they were like, all right, here, Derek Henry, do your thing. But you're not getting the same quality from someone who comes back with, like, what was it, two months off a broken foot or something like that? He had, like, a metal plate in his foot. Yeah, he was playing with a metal. And you could see it. He wasn't. He was not the same. He wasn't as same. explosive. And that's his whole shtick is being an explosive yeah. running back. It isn't like uh, some other running backs where you could kind of bank on some of your elusive, like a juke move or something mm-hmm. like that. He doesn't have. He's lower his shoulder and run you through. I mean, I know from experience. Like, I hurt my ankle playing high school football, and I came back. It's like I wasn't the same. Like, you don't have that power and the explosiveness. Well, like, that's what I was going to say. I didn't remember Exactly. I was going to say that. I didn't want you to turn around and be like, oh, I hurt my shoulder. So there is a difference. <laughs> but I was going to say, yeah, I do remember yeah. you, that you were, I mean, you're not six foot. You weren't not six Derek foot Henry. four yeah. and 300 pound running back, but you're a big power running back as well. And it's the same thing. Yeah, it's, I know. I, I feel his experience. I know he he was not 100%. Obviously. And now 
the question that I'm wondering is, do you think that's something that's more of a, is it a mental block that you're afraid that you're going to overexert yourself and burn yourself out too quick at that point? Or is it an actual physical where you're like, I'm not getting the same explosive when I press down, I'm not getting as much. Uh, yeah. I think it's a little bit of both. It's like, you know, mentally you're there, you're like, you don't want to hurt it again. And like, you feel, obviously you still feel some pain. It's like, you, you're, it's always in the back of your mind, like one wrong step and you know, you're back to square one, like you fucked it up again. So, right. Um, yeah, definitely a little bit of both, but I mean, the Bengals just, they got hot. They're getting hot at the right time. Like I, I, I don't want to put it past them to win next week as well. Like they're, they're getting hot. That's all that really matters. Like the giants won two Super Bowls by being like wild card nine and seven teams and they just got hot at the right time the Packers won a Super Bowl in the wild card a couple years ago we were talking about I was actually talking about this yesterday when I was getting my hair cut with uh, the barber that actually the Ravens were the same thing you think about like yeah. the Raven the Ravens have been good the past few years but when the Ravens won the Super Bowl they weren't that team yeah Joe Flacco was Joe getting Fl hot at the right time and then in the playoffs he stepped it up and they took it to the next and level Joe Flacco threw has like the touch has the like, like the postseason record 11 touchdowns and zero yeah 11 yeah. 11 touchdowns and zero interceptions so we'll get to that record in a little bit because it was almost broken by Josh Allen in you know two games two games <laughs> in he still had the conference championship and maybe the Super Bowl at that point um so it was a shame that he didn't make it. But once again, I've been saying this the past few episodes. And then if you're a football fan, you're going to be annoyed with me saying it all the time. But it's really true what it comes down to. It was a close game. The Titans, you could argue, were the better team on paper. Uh, better team over the past few years. Um, definitely not in the quarterback position. But everything mm -hmm. else, you go out, you get Julio Jones, you have A.J. Brown. Derrick Henry back from injury. Even though you knew that he wasn't going to be the same, he still is... Still was still Derrick Henry. Yeah, still Derrick Henry, um, and you had Deontay Foreman who stepped up in yeah. his place and played very well. So you were expecting them to, you know, still keep that pace. And all they did was get people back from injury. Uh, they had the week off to rest up and recover and get ready for this game. Uh, so I want to say something real quick about go that. Ahead. I almost think it's like counterproductive to have that week off. Like it's good for injury wise, but I feel like you get a week off and you kind of like settles you down a little bit and like you lose your fire and you know your your flat foot when you come out. Like those other teams they got to win to move on. Like the Titans are like all right, we can relax this week and like keep it low key and next thing you know they're getting shit housed by the Bengals or not shit housed, but they were they, they're yeah. taking the L. So they did. They got out uh Same thing with the Packers. I mean, they came out they you lose that game. I know we'll talk about that more, but it's like you have the bye and you come out and you lose. It's like what are you doing? Well, Matt LaFleur actually had been on uh, another podcast, uh, part of my take, which I mean, I'm sure everyone knows if you're listening to this podcast, found yeah. this podcast, somehow you know that podcast. Um, but he he was on there and he was talking about how he uh, how he was trying to mitigate that that time in mm -hmm. between because they had 10 days off uh, from their last game. And he's tried to mitigate that by playing the starters in the last game. So they had some freshness. Otherwise they would have been off for two almost three, 20 yeah, days. That's too much. Um, and you know, and that's a look what happened. They, they weren't the same team. Uh, so I agree with you. You almost don't want to be, you almost yeah. want that. Cause think about it. The, I mean, the Buccaneers ultimately lost again another game. I mean, obviously, we're going to talk about all the games. Uh, but <laughs> they, but like the Buccaneers had a chance to drum on the Eagles uh, the week before, and they looked, I mean, a lot of personal fouls in that game. But they, you know, they have they kept it close with the Rams, even mm -hmm. though like the Rams had the other team. But then also, uh, the Packers look completely flat-footed against the 49ers team, who they obviously were better than, and the 49ers really 
you could argue didn't deserve to win the week before. Yeah. So and you have the home field advantage against the California team, and you're playing in like 20 degree weather. That's uh, like the ultimate home field advantage up in Lambeau. Well, it like, really isn't though. They, yeah, I, I, I saw something that they haven't won there in like nine years in a playoff game or something. That's pretty. That's pretty wild. Well, they've lost nine times out of however many years. Whatever it is, it was a significant amount of losses that they shouldn't have Too in Lambeau. Yeah. And for some reason, it's still hyped. <laughs> Whatever yeah. I'm thinking, Field, I was gonna though. I was gonna take the opportunity to take another dig at Michigan State basketball, <laughs> but I like just don't I don't have the energy to do, keep going at them anymore. I just I was gonna say like it's such a historic ooh you know, then it just always ends up disappointing. Yep. So uh, <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. But um, you know we could talk we could just move on to that game now because I feel like we talked about everything with the yep. Titans Bengals um, and. Uh, Jamar Chase and the receiving core for the pa- uh, Bengals kept it up going into this week. They have a the nasty one thing. Receiving core. The one thing I was questioning going into the playoffs is if they were going to keep it up. Jamar Chase had a big game against the Raiders, had a big game against the Titans. So we'll see how it is against the Chiefs, um, which we'll talk about later in the week. Uh, but the next game, once again, now I didn't get to watch this game fully focused uh, on Saturday, but. You know, I watched most of it. I watched up until maybe like the third quarter. I was out for my friend's birthday. So, uh, but at one point, I went to go to the bar. I got a drink. The game was almost over. The Packers had the ball. And I was like, oh, nice. Because uh, there was kids next to me in Packers jerseys. I was like, oh, congratulations. Or I didn't say congratulations. I didn't want to be the guy that, ooh, you jinxed me. I was like, oh, it's like looking good. And the kid goes, yeah. He's like, we have tickets for next week, the NFC Championship no, game don't. in Lambeau. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's awesome. Uh, like, cheers, whatever. I didn't say cheers. I didn't like cheers like I'm some kind of fucking Brit or something. No. Um, <laughs> but I walked away. I went to the bathroom, like, towards the end of the game. And <laughs> all of a sudden, I come out. And uh, like I said, I wasn't fully like paying attention the whole time because I thought at that point like the because the Packers in two out of three of the um, what's the word uh, parts of the yeah you got to win all the, three parts of the game they, offense defense and special teams yeah, I was gonna say that they were dominating two or they had not dominating but they were winning, they were winning on the winning side of two out of three uh, phases of the game but you can't count out special teams you can't count out special teams at the end of ha- at the end of the uh, at the end of the third quarter, or at the end of the second quarter for halftime, the Packers got the ball down to kick a field goal to go into halftime with blocked. another three points blocked. Didn't the guy and, miss an extra point too, or was that a different game? I maybe. I think that might have been a different game, but uh, I mean, either, either then the missed field goal at the end of half, and then the blocked punt. It's like and then dude, you, you gotta just block, like you gotta hold that yeah. coverage so they don't get the blocked punt. You so just screwed yourself so hard. Blocked, blocked kick gets you out of three points, which would have sent the game into over quote unquote overtime at that point or I mean mm. at this point. Um and then the blocked punt gave the 49ers the three points on the other end and that's it. Their defense, like I said last week, was really good the 49ers, but the Packers, I mean I'm sure this has been talked about plenty. The Packers were one of the most uh high like most potent offenses going into They're the season. So efficient. Going like, into the yeah. postseason they were efficient. Aaron Rodgers was really good at home. Everyone was uh you know, oh, like, is this the year? Because everyone was describing it as a last dance of sorts for the Green Bay Packers because they're so far over the salary cap. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys out of contract. Aaron um, Rodgers isn't happy. 
Aaron Rodgers isn't happy. What's going to happen now? You know that was such a fall apart. That was such a a. Uh, I don't want to use the phrase, but I might just use it. It's such a limp dick ending for, <laughs> for the Green Bay Packers. It really was. It, it really was. It was such a, a tease of blue balls for what, what could have been. You know, that could have been like a, a Netflix series uh, in a few years. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers' last it. stands in Green Bay. He yeah. wins the Super Bowl and says, peace the fuck out. But instead, you just talk about how it was such a flat performance. Green Bay lets down again in the, <laughs> the NFC playoffs i mean jimmy g threw zero touchdown passes like how do you lose to a team where the quarterback doesn't even perform it's it's sad it's quite sad it's just like a it's it really wasn't like a very impressive game by either side of the ball but like i said the 49ers are finding ways to win jimmy garoppolo threw for 131 yards that's that's what I mean. Like, but the, you have to also keep in mind, Aaron Rodgers was going for MVP this season. He threw for two twenty five and zero touchdowns. He was having like three touchdowns a game yeah. during the season. Devontae Adams was going off, uh, and you know he had ninety yards, and Aaron Jones had one hundred and twenty nine receiving yards. The next closest was six. So it was that he was it. forcing. He was trying to force these balls in to the same two people. And, you know, those were the guys that you were counting on the whole season. Mm-hmm. But you had to – I don't know why you would – you know, they were they were only targeted. I'm looking – I'm going down the list right now. Alan Lazar was targeted one time. Mercedes Lewis was targeted one time. Uh, their tight end, Daphne, or, was targeted twice. He didn't catch a single one. So there was a combined two catches out of the remaining six targets. And then – then there was 21 targets between Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones. Got to spread the ball. Like, Alan Lazard is a good receiver. He The last couple of games of the season, he had a couple touchdowns and, like, a lot of a lot of production. But you got to spread the ball around because you know they're ball, like they're hawking down on Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones. Like, that's their game plan. So you got to be able to spread it out. And the strongest part of the 49ers defense is that, in, is that front seven. Yeah. So if you're, you know, throwing the – Aaron Jones, I'm imagining, isn't going for seam routes or, yeah. so, or something like swing that. Swing passes. He's going for sw- he's the classic giant swing pass mm-hmm. or little screen pass. And once again, you're, you're just feeding into that strong point of the uh, 49ers. Now, I mean, we're going to talk about it next week or uh, later in the week once again. But now you have the 49ers who own the Rams, basically. Yeah. The 49ers haven't been impressive in this playoffs and have a chance for the Super Bowl, like we talked about with the Bengals. We could have a Bengals 49ers Super Bowl where no, like, no one would have guessed that. Now, I will say the Bengals are playing like they deserve to be in the Super Bowl. The 49ers are just grinding out uh, grinding out games. They're grind- like, I, I'm not a big fan of Jimmy G, but I'll give it to him. Like He's finding a way to win, and he's playing teams that are better than him, and he's like you said, he's just grinding it out, and if they can continue to do it, they'll be in the Super Bowl. I think he's. I think that's. I think he kind of knows that, though. I. Th- I don't think he's going into the games going, yeah, don't worry, like, guys. I'm gonna I'm, put the team on my back. He's I like, think that's the good part of Jimmy Garoppolo because he isn't like I need to. You know, I need to go and make a play here. I need to. He's it, like no turnovers, and well, you know, no, just kind of do a small drive down the field, get the ball into the playmakers' hands. He knows and let them he do has. It. He knows he has a great defense. He has a great run offense. Yeah, he doesn't need to. He just needs to limit the screw ups. Yeah. by him. Uh, I mean, if don't turn the ball over. If it's he's the simple as that. If he's the Forty ers uh, quarterback next year with Kyle Shan as the offensive coordinator, when he's such a, I feel like he's such a bright mind with all these different schemes and different types of plays he has. I can't imagine he'll want someone who can't really let the ball loose all the time 
as the quarterback once again, whether it's some Trey Lance coming in as a starter, going out and drafting someone, which I can't imagine because yeah. there isn't really any talent. So. Well, any talent. There's nothing. There's nothing that would improve your situation immediately yes. in the draft. Um, or you could go out and trade for Aaron Rodgers or sign Aaron Rodgers. That would Rogers. be a wild card right there. That would be a wild card. Aaron Rodgers said he isn't going to let it go to free agency, his decision. He'll do it before March 16th or whatever free agency starts. So, uh, you know, that will be that will be very exciting going because that will change the whole way the draft looks too depending on if teams, you know, give up X amount of first-round picks yeah. for him or if they sign him in free agency or who knows. But. I mean, Aaron Rodgers was a 49ers fan growing up. I saw some, like, documentary the other day about it. So yeah. I'm sure he'd love to uh, play there too. And if you can't beat him, join him. <laughs> Lo- lose Look at Kevin Durant. Time. Kevin Durant. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out that fraud. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, the next game, which had me all sorts of uh, confused on if I was really into it or if it was completely out of it, was the Rams and Buccaneers game. Now, this is, I feel like, a similar feeling coming out of the game uh, as the Cowboys uh, 49ers game last week, where neither team is really over the moon about how the game ended. The Rams are happy that they're on to the yeah. NFC Championship game. You can't knock that. But you almost blow in that 20-point lead or whatever they 20 had. 20-point lead in spectacular fashion at the end of the game. Really sloppy. On Both teams were extremely sloppy because the Buccaneers, if they weren't so, like, stupid with what they were, how they were playing in the beginning of the game, they might have had a chance to actually do something and be, keep the game close. But you can't do anything when there's, like, what, there's three personal fouls in the first half yeah by I mean, the Buccaneers something crazy like uh, that. it was a third and whatever did Dominican Sue has that stupid uh that stupid thing with Matt Stafford um or it was second and long whatever it was it would have been a third and long maybe whatever it was it crucial was a mistake it was a crucial mistake that gave the Rams a fresh set of downs instead of a second and short for the Buccaneers Tom Brady starts mouthing off to the referee moves it back 15 yards so instead of Second and two, you have second and 17. Then they go, they have to punt the ball back, and the Rams go down and score the next drive. Um, it's, it was just really sloppy. They ended up getting it together. The one thing that was confusing me, maybe you could shed some light on this for me. As a football player, one of the most important things that you want is the ground game. The Buccaneers handed the ball off to Leonard Fournette like three times in the first three plays, and he had like 20-something yards. And then all of a sudden you scrap it and start trying to pass the ball to guys that can't even catch. And it was it just completely – you know, they, make sense. They were, they were moving, and they just stopped giving Leonard Fournette the ball for a few plays, and that like completely stunted their momentum. And then, uh, then they're – Backup tackle got hurt in the beginning of the game. Wells, he hurt his leg. And they got another lineman hurt, I think, too, or some shit like yeah, that. And then, uh, and then it was open season. I mean, Aaron Donald, uh, I can't think of his name, uh, Floyd. Uh, is it Michael Floyd? The defensive end for the Rams. And then, uh, which one call it? Then Von Miller. Uh, they were playing well the whole game. Obviously, Von Miller had that strip sack that ended up meaning nothing with uh the next play right with Matt Stafford and the ball snapped over him but the the Buccaneers I was really saying the Buccaneers always turn it on in the playoffs and even though last week they drummed the Eagles they still and the Eagles didn't deserve to be in the playoffs let me preface again they didn't deserve to be in the playoffs they looked really good 
against who it looked like they would have been good against whoever yeah. and they just i don't know it just wasn't there's was a lot of I, I believe it was no it wasn't it was the bills game that i'm thinking of um but they just had a lot of stupid penalties in the beginning of the game and shot them in the foot and uh you know they won the turnover battle so you can't say that they had more turnovers uh it, they just I don't know. They just were outplayed and just stupid decisions. It's hard to win a football game when you don't put up points in the first, like, three quarters, too. It's like, I know Tom Brady's the comeback guy and everything, but, like, even when you only got 12 minutes to play, it's not much you can do. Yeah, and then, um, you know, it sucked that they missed uh, Antonio Brown, obviously, saying peace out, and then Chris Godwin. I mean, they had all those injuries right before the playoffs. It kind of screwed. like once that and happened, they, I knew it was like they're not the same team. They didn't your have two tr- receivers or uh, two of your top three receivers are gone. And they missed their all pro tackle, Tristan Wirfs, yeah. who didn't miss any games like for the past since he started in the NFL. And that's a and big that, to do right there. And that's, then you have some guy that hasn't played in I guess two seasons, and then you're telling him, all right, you're gonna go up against Aaron Donald or Von Miller yeah, the or best, <laughs> the best <laughs> defensive player in the league. Yeah, so it was it was just not a winning recipe, uh, which is a shame for the Buccaneers because that would have been awesome because maybe it would have been a little, uh, all right, peace out, I'm out. Yeah, Tom Brady's definitely going to come back for that one more chance. He's not going out like this. Leonard Floyd. Leonard That's Floyd. That's who it is. I was going to say Michael Floyd I think was uh, the guy, the receiver for the, the Cardinals a few years uh, ago. Remember like he that. got into all sorts of trouble? Yeah. No, uh, yeah, I do. I think he was not – but like he had like so, like all the potential in the world and then neither here nor there. But whatever it is uh, – <laughs> the Buccaneers are out. Rams, 49ers, uh, part three this year. I'm really excited for it. Uh, I'm happy for Matt Stafford, too. He deserves to uh, have a chance to go to the Super Bowl after all his grinding years in Detroit, Michigan. Yeah, and, you know, he, everyone always say, that, oh, he has to he has to out, go out and prove it now because they've proven it all that. Now they're, I mean, now they're right there. He's got his chance. And you know, that, you know this, the old saying, it's hard to beat someone three times. Um, it's hard to beat someone twice, let alone three times. Right, and now you have to go, well, yeah, twice. Now you have to go and beat them three times. Uh, but it's going to be in LA. I saw that LA was limiting the ticket sales to the LA area. Oh, that's good for them. I'm sure. I'm sure it's some kind of uh, quote unquote COVID protocol. Why they can't? Reality, mm-hmm. it's because they know the 49ers fans would sell out the stadium twice over uh, before the Rams <laughs> fans did. But and then they got the if the Rams win this, they got the Super Bowl in their home stadium too. Have a chance, yeah. Two home two years Super in a Bowl row. teams, two years in a row when it had never happened before. So that'd be something. That yeah, I'm really looking forward to that game. And then the last game might have been the best. One I was of the best games ever. I've I was ever talking seen. about that with my dad. My dad says that he thinks that's the best game ever. It might be the best game ever because of the stakes and everything. I also was saying that the other game that I would put up there was that uh, Rams-Chiefs game in the L.A. Coliseum a few years ago where it was like 55 Oh, I know what you're talking about. Really high-scoring game. It was like Thursday night football, I think, and it was just a crazy game. It was a crazy game. It was a night game. It was... I stayed up until like 12 or 1 or whatever it was because the game was so high-scoring. Um and that was an awesome one, but this one. But that didn't have the stakes of this game. This, this one, is like this, this one is had big the stakes, time. and I don't know. Like every other game, you could point at a, at something that went wrong. Green Bay special teams, uh, Titans had the turnovers. Uh, the 
the Buccaneers had all the penalties and all the you know the stupid drops and everything like that. This game, the only thing that you should you could point to is the should defensive called heads. <laughs> yeah, is heads and maybe the defensive coordinators. Yeah. But it's hard to argue with either. Well, I mean, I guess you can if you're a professional defensive coordinator. But as I say, when you're having Josh Allen that as hot as he has been the past few weeks, Patrick Mahomes, who is just always like God for AFC championship yeah. games in a row. It's like it's hard to yeah, exactly. It's hard to knock him. Um when you have some of the fastest receivers in the NFL on the same team. And, like, the best tight end in the game. The best like, tight end in the game. And then on the other side of the ball, it's just a shame. Josh Allen, everyone was like, oh, like, going into the postseason, there's still the question marks about him. Now, like, he did everything he possibly could. He's the real could. deal. He is the real deal. There is nothing that you could possibly say about Josh Allen. He didn't make. He didn't take a step wrong that game. He led the team in passing and rushing. That's crazy. He was making insane throws. Uh, you know, they always talk about, oh, the arm angle from Patrick Mahomes. Josh Allen was making some crazy throws, too. And he was stepping up and making those big plays on fourth. The and big runs. It was like four, like two fourth downs in a row. He just ran the ball and got it done. Yeah. He, and uh, Lowering his uh, shoulder, too. Like Bought himself some time in what we thought was the game-clinching two-point conversion at the end. and Crazy stuff. And then that game is just like the gener- the next generation of great QBs. Yeah. yeah like uh, Brady and Rodgers are going to be out of the league in a couple of years. Now you got Mahomes and Allen. Well, like, think about up. it. You had, with the exception of the Titans, uh, and I mean the Raiders or whoever, but you had two of the potential future AFC quarterbacks. You have uh, got Joe Burrow too in the AFC. But yeah, you had. I'm saying squaring off against each other. Yeah. You had Mac Jones and uh, Josh Allen squaring off against each other. You had Joe Burrow, um, Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, you have all these guys that are just a lot of young talent at QB right there. Yeah, all in the playoffs. And then you had Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, if you knew he was just he was done. <laughs> I mean, I know that the, I don't think the Ravens would have ended up winning because they were so injured and so like decrepit towards the end of the season. Which, quick plug, I don't know why they fired their defensive coordinator. I don't know why, what would have possessed them when they're playing with you know Half some guy, team. some guy that was working the ball pit at Chuck E. Cheese the week <laughs> before. Um, it's it, but it, it's such a, it's so exciting for us on this side of the uh, of the you know NFL conferences. The other conferences. The complete opposite direction. They're all on Tom the Brady out. on his way out. Uh, Aaron Rodgers on his way out. Uh, Matt Stafford, like twelve years. Or Matt something Stafford's like, like thirty something yeah. at this point. Jimmy Garoppolo, nothing is special. Not, yeah, he's not the he's not, not the answer. It's not it. Jalen Hurts is you know I don't know if he'll be back next year. Uh, it's just like night and day. Yeah, they have all every all of the, everything together. The AFC and the NFC looks like it's going to be the second. Second fiddle for however long. Um, But, I mean, that was – this game was unbelievable. Uh, There was, like, what, a minute – a minute 30 left when Josh Allen, when they took the lead the first time? There was, like, four lead changes in the last, like, minute 30 and, like, like 24 points scored or some shit. I mean, something around those. But, like, that's just – you can't even make that up. It's just so fucking crazy. And yeah, there was 15, 15 points scored by the Bills in the fourth quarter, 13 scored by the Chiefs. I remember now the, the Bills had the ball with like five something left when they started their drive. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, they got to score. 
or else that's it. They're just going to yeah, run the game clock over. out the Chiefs. Yeah. Little did I know that the game was going to go into overtime and the Chiefs were going to take the lead for like the fifth different time in the final uh, few minutes. Um, but there was how many? I don't even know if there was any turnovers. There was no turnovers in the game. Yeah, there was I no mean, turnovers in a forty-two to thirty-six game when each quarterback threw for was it? Josh Allen four threw for three hundred twenty-nine yards and four touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes threw for three hundred seventy-eight and three touchdowns. Like that's just pure QB player. And right they there. both led them in rushing. It was not only Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes ran for sixty-nine yards. So he outrushed him and outthrew him. So they he was. I mean, he was the better quarterback that day. But you know, it's just. It sucks because there are, like, you could really nitpick, and it really was just on the defensive side of the ball that let the Bills down. I mean, it's hard. Even, like, I know, like, the defense got to step up, and, like, you can't let up a game-winning uh, or game-tying field goal drive with 13 seconds left. But, like, as a defense, how are you going to stop, like, Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen when they're that hot and, like, they're driving? Like, it's, right. like, impossible. You know you're going to get one, scored on. The only thing that I'm thinking of is that towards the end of the game, uh, one of the – Bill's uh, corners, who I think was filling in for, uh, I forget his name, Tredavious White, right? Their corner uh, was hurt, but he got called for like three holding penalties, and Tony Romo was ready to kill him because he had help over the top for all of the holding penalties he had, and one was like third and goal, and they stopped them, but he held the guy, and then he held the guy again like later that drive. And and it led to the Chiefs scoring. So, I mean, those little things yeah. that you could really point. That's the only thing you could really point your finger at. Because how many penalties? They had three penalties, the Bills. I think they all were holding penalties that's, on the defense. Yeah, can't do that. Can't do that. It was such a clean game. There was four total penalties. There was four that's, penalties, zero turnovers, 30 first downs for the Chiefs, 23 for the Bills. And, I mean, it wasn't even – like how we were talking about how Aaron Rodgers was putting all the pressure on his playmakers. Josh Allen, the the leading receiver was for the Gabriel Buffalo Davis. was Gabriel know who Davis that was who, before this game. Who had two hundred and one yards receiving and four touchdowns. What was his like regular season stats? Because like he probably put up like four hundred yards in the regular season total. I really don't even know who it, like no no name before this game. I'm gonna pull it up for you. And then he just put on for his city. Not hard enough, though. He did. Yeah. The most yards he had in, in a game this season was 105. Okay. So it was but the next clo- – well, then he had 85 week 15. But the other than the 85 and 105, the next highest was like 40. Yeah. So, like, like to go from 40 to 204 touchdowns is banana land. I mean, he was like a number three receiver, like Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley. Stephon Diggs hand. had seven yards. Well, they, I mean, they were shutting him down. That was their probably their whole game plan. But now, this is why I think that, you know, let's just, I mean, long story short, no matter what, and it's been proven, the Bills were like the best defense in the regular season, and they got 42 points hung up on them in that game. Now you're going up against the Bengals, who definitely don't have that good of a defense. Oof. But it doesn't matter because the Bills' defense didn't stop them at all anyway. Yeah, you're right. So it isn't like the Bengals could do like any type of like yeah. good defense. They, they can hold. That's what them I a mean. Like bit. you could have like a rogue, you know, def- tipped past interception, and that could be better Game than changing, what the Bills yeah. did because you know the offense could score with Joe Burrow, and you know they shut down Stephon Diggs. 
But instead of Gabriel Davis getting these looks, and you have T. Higgins, you have Tyler Boyd, uh, Uzama yeah, has got played well. Three, you got four quality receiving targets and, on that offense. I would say that it, I'd probably say it's fact that Joe Mixon is definitely a better running back than uh, Devin Singletary. Oh, yeah. So, and he adds more of a receiving yeah, element, I would say, too. to that. So, you know, the, the Bengals actually might, in a weird, warped way, might be have a better shot than – well. I don't think they have a better shot than the Bills, but they have just as defense, good. Yeah, if their defense can do anything. Reflecting on this past week's game, then I will say that they have probably an equal shot at beating the Chiefs because they could put up points like the Bills did. I agree. If it was a team that was like the the Patriots, I would say that the, no the, the Chiefs are definitely going to win that game because you have to outscore them. That was the problem with the Steelers. Mm. The Steelers had one of the best defenses in the NFL. I said it. Score. I said it before the game that the they might have a very good defense, but your bad offense is going to hurt your defense because of how long they're going to be on the mm-hmm. field, and that's what happened in that game. This game, I thought, well, the Bills have a very good defense, but their offense is really good, so maybe they need like one or two stops, and they didn't get those Couldn't one get or two stops. stops so. Yep. Uh, you know they have to go back to the drawing board this off season, and I mean, what uh, now? Not much you can improve on. They're though, almost like, now they're gonna. The only things they're gonna have to improve on is finding a new offensive coordinator and finding a, well, a new assistant GM. I don't know yeah. if that really, <laughs> <laughs> if that really is that big of a deal. Um, I'm sure it is for those in the in the industry. Us but, discussing yeah. it doesn't make any sense because yeah. you at home listening don't even won't know, know the difference do, yeah. of what he did. Um, but. You know, it's that's gonna be a big one, and you know maybe the the Giants are uh, starting to turn into a mini I mean, yeah. uh, Buffalo. I, I like it. I like the hire for the Giants. Daniel Jones, a uh, baby Josh Allen. <laughs> now get Daniel Jones out of there. <laughs> the only thing I want to say before we, I, I'm probably wrapping yeah. this up soon. I I don't know if you agree, but I think the overtime rules after that game should be changed. I mean, give them both a chance. In a duel like that, you got to give them both a chance. I agree. Now. I think that you still have to keep the full field. I don't think you go full blown college rules. I think you, you still just continue it from where the game left off and just like, all right, like uh, something like that where you you know you play a full quarter and like at the end of the quarter, whoever wins wins. Yeah, I mean, I I think that they should do it. You know, you do the coin toss and all of that BS, but not like college where you get the ball at the twenty five because an NFL quarterback could just throw it into the yeah. like, it's score instantaneously. Dro- maybe like the other. Opponents' thirty-yard line have to yeah. drive down or something like that, but I, like, you got to give them both a chance. Yeah, I think you do like a normal game, but then like say at the end when the Chiefs just scored, I think the Bills get the chance, and if the Bills can't score a touchdown game on that over. drive, then it's game over. Yeah. And it would you what do you have to lose as the NFL putting in that rule? Even yeah, if you just, just give them, just give them a chance to match the points. Even basically. if you just do a trial for that, like yeah. even if you do a trial for that, like this next season. Like that, I think more people would be interested in overtime because you know you watch games and there's a really hot offense and they get the ball. You're like, Great. like when the Chiefs won that coin toss, I knew you know the game's over. Yeah. Like there's no way they're stopping them from scoring. It sucked because like you know Josh Allen it was couldn't do any wrong at that point. I mean, if the Bills got the if the Bills got the coin toss right, they would have won that game. Well, like, that's what Josh Allen that. said at the end of the game. He's like, we would have been uh, partying just as hard or celebrating yeah. just as hard as the Chiefs are if it, if the coin landed the other way. Literally. Like, you, he, would, he can't go out and say, oh, like, we have to change the rule, which he probably is thinking to himself. Yeah. Like, and the thing is, is that I would be able to 
mean, not that I'm losing any sleep over this game, but I think it would have been more satisfying for a football fan to see Josh Allen have the opportunity. And if he didn't get it anyway, then so be it. The yeah. better team won. But now you're just left to wonder if like the game what could what the game could have went on for another like two hours. Seriously, it was an awesome game, but. That was a very good point to bring up because I didn't even think about that until you just brought that yeah, up. Yeah, just it's, wanted to bring that it's, up. That's, it's so true. Like, it just – I mean, who knows? Give both a chance. You, mean, you, chance. you go as far to put in an extra week of the season and you have all these other stupid things that you're putting in place. What's the harm of letting the other team get the ball? Yeah. Like, like I mean, you already let you them – if they kick a field goal, so if they get a touchdown, then they have to score a touchdown and, and it, match it. And if they don't, it's game over. It's the same exact rule. If you kick – so say, like, the Chiefs went – punted it and the Bills went down to kick the field goal. All right. The Chiefs had a chance to score. Yeah, and the Bills the, went yeah. down and capitalized. So yeah, that's exactly. it. Exactly. And like, you know, if they went down and whatever, uh kicked the field goal and then the Bills kicked the field goal, then you just go again. Yeah. Because it's it's overtime rules in the playoffs. So like you just keep going until mm-hmm. someone wins. Like the only difference is that you would have given the team that was just as good the whole entire game to get to overtime to have the chance to another chance. Another chance. Yeah. What's the? I mean, it's more football. Like, what's the word? Like, what's so I mean, bad about that? NFL should definitely capitalize on that because you know they want to make more money. They want to get more fans. Like, give us more football. Give think us about all overtime. that ad space you got to fill in there exactly. too, because you would have had another like five time slots to oh, fill. Yeah. In. Shame. Make Criminal. some changes. NFL. They make have to changes. now. That after seeing that game, they got to be going to talking to themselves. Like, yeah. we got to do. We got to do something about that. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Dan, for coming on. It's been a it was pleasure. a pleasure. And uh, I think we'll be seeing him soon, uh, later in the week, uh, maybe Absolutely. joining Matt. But other than that, thank you all for listening. Have a good one.